You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is the final hour of power here on this Thursday night edition of Overtime it's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, riding with you till 10 o'clock tonight before we dish the rock to the JR. Sport brief. Right now, though, I want to continue the conversation surrounding the NBA in the big-time news story that broke earlier this afternoon before the program started. According to multiple sources, including our pal Keith Pompey, James Harden, Philadelphia 76ers guard, opting into his $36 million player option in the two sides expected to work together to facilitate a trade. Keith, what can you tell us uh, on the James Harden front now? You know, it's one of those things that it seems like, you know, the Sixers weren't really invested in, um, you know, going, moving forward long-term with James. And and by James doing this will enable him, you know, to opt in to possibly be traded somewhere where he can get a long-term deal, you know, in his eyes, right? And and then with the Sixers, that will enable them to be able to trade James if they could get a trading partner to get someone who can help them win the championship, put them in championship contention. So, in a way, I guess this is a win-win for both teams if they if if they can find a partner, if they can find a partner. Yeah, and I think I'm glad that you put it that way because as you start to play around with the trade machine and try to do some mock trades, it becomes really difficult to find a legit suitor to where both parties will be happy. The Sixers and the team are receiving James Harden. The one team that's constantly being rumored, Keith, is the L.A. Clippers. And I know Nick Nurse has some history with some members of L.A.'s rotation to maybe that would be enticing to get back. But realistically, right, if I'm the Philadelphia 76ers, let me, let me rephrase this, Keith, and actually this way. Who has the leverage right now in the situation, James or the Sixers front office? Um, I, I kind of think right now it, it, it's, it's really – I think the Sixers front office have the leverage. Right. And the reason being is because when you look at it, it's kind of like, look, you're still under contract. Right. And, you know, if, if James would have opted out, I think he would have had the leverage if he if, if there was a team but willing to give him that money, right? right? But the fact that he opted in, he's still under contract, and the Sixers could look at it like, look, if you ball out and we can't find no one for you, then maybe we'll give you an extension or, you know, give you some more money. But it, if not, you know, you're coming off the books. Yeah. And, you know, you think about it, he and Tobias Harris are coming off the books next year. 
So that will free up a lot of cap space for him. So I, I would say the Sixers have – see, the thing is, if James would have opted out mm-hmm. and would have said, hey, look, I'm going elsewhere, and then next thing you know, the Sixers' championship window would be completely closed because they don't have anyone at the caliber who can replace James. Right. So with him opting in, the leverage goes to the Sixers. Because let's face it, if James had a lot of options, he wouldn't be opting in. Right. And that's what I was going to ask you next. Like, what does him opting in say about his market? We know that it's not as robust uh, as what was initially being reported. But going back to what Daryl Morey and company are looking for in terms of a trade, do you have any insight on what the relationship is between Morey and Harden right now? Because we were talking about this last night in terms of Dame's situation in Portland. A lot of the times executives want to do right by players. Harden took a pay cut for the franchise last year. So you, you don't want to just ship him anywhere. But, Keith, are we eventually going to get to a point where Daryl looks over his shoulders and say, man, Doc Rivers just got fired. Am I next if I don't put a championship-caliber team together? Oh, the, the pressure is definitely on Daryl right now. I mean, you know, it is. He got he has to do something because, you know, in the past, you can always blame Doc saying, oh, <laughs> he didn't make the right in-game right. adjustments. Oh, they're not listening to him. Now it's all on you. But in regards to his relationship with James, I would say that it was it it was a, a great relationship. That's why a lot of this is surprising. Yeah. Because you know you you look at it, you know he came in here to bring James. You know he's the right. one who, for better or worse, allowed James to to go out and party and do all those other things <laughs> that you know Doc wasn't a really a fan of. So, you know the relationship is good. It's just that. You know, right about now, you know, I, I, it, it seems like the ownership didn't want to pay him. You know what I mean? The people above him probably. Well, Commanders so, fans should be happy about that because we do have that ownership group coming here to Washington yeah, pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, so that should be that, that should be exciting. But, <laughs> Definitely. But, but you know, I mean, I, I feel like they had a great relationship, and they, they probably still do, but, you know – I, I just think that, like you said, man, it's up to Daryl now. That yeah. He's on the clock. And, and I think, and we were, like I said, we were having this back-and-forth debate about what Portland should do because their decision in Portland seems like it's strictly based on the relationship because looking at the roster, you got a trade name, but we won't talk about them yet. In this situation here in Philly, how much longer are they willing to let this drag out? Because if I'm Daryl Morey, like we said, he is on the clock. I get you want to do right by James. He took a pay cut for y'all last year. It it was great. It helped you bring in P.J. Tucker and and sign DeAnthony Melton. Like, oh, that was cool. But at the end of the day, Daryl's got to do what's best for the Sixers, and that might mean trading James Harden somewhere James Harden don't want to go. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But also at the same time, I mean, you're going to trade him somewhere that he wants to go, doesn't want to go. But at the same time, I don't think there's a market out there like that for him. I mean, I think the Clippers is of like is the number one team, but I also think that that might be the best place for him, right? I mean, let's face it: if if there was a market for him, he would he would go, he he would he would basically um, you would know, opt uh, out and sign to their outright probably. Out. Yeah. But but here's the thing: so let's say like mm-hmm. a team like Detroit, a team like Oklahoma City, right. a team like you know one of these losing programs. Yeah. Daryl really can't afford to send him there. And the reason being is because, A, um, they don't have the players that you want 
that's going to help you win the championship. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, I, I don't think it's going to come down to that. Like, you know, oh, we're sending him to the Orlando Magic. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Or, or you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, it, 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 they don't have what they don't have the assets. Now they got young players, mm-hmm. but the Sixers has to win now. Right. So, like, it's going to have to be another playoff contending team or a team that wants to make the playoffs. But you know, for but you know, so 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 that's what it is with with, with James. So, in terms of another potential suitor, and I think we might have brought this team up last night, Keith. I can't remember all the days getting jumbled up at this point. What about Phoenix, right? Because in terms of salary matching. DeAndre Ayton is a similar style contract to the one that James is on. I don't know if Philly would necessarily be interested in taking on Ayton, seeming that they already have Embiid. But what about the idea of a three-team trade to where James ends up in Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton goes elsewhere, and then that third team is the one that gives the Sixers the assets? Basically what I'm asking, do you think they'll leave any stone unturned to trying to get the best deal? No, I don't, and I and I think that could happen. I mean, I do, I, I do think that could happen. I mean, think about it. There was a point where, um, but but it, <laughs> there was a point where you know uh, Phoenix was trying to trade, you know, Aiden to uh, to Dallas. Yeah, there was also you know according like my sources told me that at one point Phoenix came to the Seventy Sixers and was trying to get them to be a part of a three team deal. Yeah. So if you look at it, yeah, that could work out. Now, the whole Dallas thing is intriguing yeah. because, <laughs> like, if you you look at Dallas and they say to Dallas, but I don't think that's going to work out either because I don't think Luca and James Harden to play together, right? right. I, I just don't. But but if you can get like maybe, you know what I mean? Get you know get that type of scenario where where he can go somewhere and then. You know, uh, let, let's say Aiden goes to another team. You know, I, I I don't know. Like, you know, it could happen with the Clippers. Like, Aiden, that could be a three-team where Aiden – now, I don't even think Aiden. Aiden well, well, yeah, Aiden, well, not the Clippers, but, you know, with Dallas. But the only thing about Dallas, if I'm the Sixers getting in return, what are you going to get back? Right. Like, you'll probably get Tim Hardaway Jr., but who else are you going to get back? Now, you, you can say they can get um, – um, Kyrie Irving, you know, back and and him and Joel Embiid will be a great tandem with along with Tyrese Maxey. But but at the same time, I don't know if I'm Dallas. Yeah. If if I'm taking heart, you don't want heart. You know? Yeah, that's that's the big thing. Which is why I'm like, man, a three team deal seems like the thing that makes the most sense right now. I, I want to talk a little bit more about the prospect of Kyrie Irving going to Philadelphia because I know that has been rumored. Uh, here here in the past three or four hours or so as, as we've getting wind of James Harden opting in. From a basketball fit and standpoint, what, what type of guard, lead guard, do you think Philadelphia needs to best accentuate the skill set of Joel Embiid? I mean, see, the problem with the – I mean, Kyrie's a great player. He is. But, but, but at the same time, you know, I look at Kyrie and I look at him – as a guy who likes playing off the ball now, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I think maybe that would be a good thing in Philly though. Cause maybe it allows Maxie to be the lead guard. If he comes to Philly, he got to play on the ball. Yeah. Like, I mean, everybody, and I love Tyrese Maxie, but his maturation at this particular point 
is not that of a point guard. Yeah. He's a scoring guard, right? Right. So, you know, Kyrie would have to be the point guard, and Kyrie would get a lot of buckets, um, and then he would dish it off to um, to Embiid. But to me, they need a point guard point guard. They need, like, somebody that's going to be able to run the offense. Yeah. Like, you know, last year, James led the league in assists in the regular season, and it worked. You know, right. Embiid, not only that, Embiid, of his 10.7 assists, Embiid got 4.8 of them. Jeez. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, so you know what I mean? That's the type of thing that's going to help Embiid out and, 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 and work with him. You know, like, I, you know, to me, those are the type of people you got to get for them. I mean, they are. Like, you got to get someone who's going to be able to get dimes all the time. Right. And, and, and that's what's going to work out. Um, you know, I mean, but again, like Tyree is one of the best names out there. He's also a, a, someone I believe if he came there, they would be catapulted to like one of the top teams in the East. You know, it's yeah. just a matter of him and then be working it out. Now, I will say this. They are close friends. Mm. They are close friends. So so that's always a, a bonus, you know. That's a bonus. Yeah. I, it's going to be interesting to see, Keith, what ends up happening. I, I want to look at the NBA free agency landscape big picture here for a second. Tomorrow, I believe, at 6 o'clock Eastern time is when teams are officially able to start negotiating not asking you to project one team, but overall, do you expect it to be active during the first early wave of free agency, or do you think this is something that'll be drawn out because of the cap? Nah, I think it's going to be active. I think <laughs> at, at, at 559, people are going to have like their tweets lined up. Yeah. So boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I mean, I, I think it is. You know, I, I think, you know, like, for instance, if you're like a – Chris Middleton, per se, mm-hmm. right? You know, a guy like that who the uh, Milwaukee Bucks want to bring back. And, you know, you hear all this stuff about guys wanting to visit these teams and stuff like that. But in his uh, situation, and I believe that he'll be one of those, he'll be like that type of guy that will be signed quickly. Right. But then afterwards, it will wait. But, you know, but I, you know, I don't remember back in the day, it was like B-list dudes who was getting these outrageous right. deals. <laughs> Right at right at the strike of of the start of free agency, I don't think we'll see that. But I think like you know uh, the Chris Middleton types and and other like you know high end players will be getting uh, snatched up quickly. I can't wait to watch it, man. I will be sitting with my popcorn, waiting for your tweets, my friend. I appreciate you giving us some time, Keith. All right, thanks for having me, my man. That is. Keith Pompey, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers for the latest. In terms of what's going to happen with James Harden, man, because this thing is going to be fireworks. Keith has been on this thing uh, from the get-go. So definitely uh, continue following him on Twitter to get the latest updates on what the hell is going to happen with James Harden in the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll take a little bit of a timeout. When we come back, keep things on the hardwood here for a little bit. Tomorrow, free agency getting ready to open up. There's going to be a free agency frenzy. When we come back, we'll do a little bit of matchmaking, putting the top free agents in their projected landing spots. It's next here on The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 